0: Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess Well Hello broads. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Well, hello I feel like Ember's been watching a lot of um holiday style movies lately, and there's, Really? There's just a lot of the like like, you know, the old timey singing. And so she's been traveling around my home, just doing a lot of this like Snow White business. Like What's she singing. Watching? I mean, honestly, it's a lot of movies that I've never
1: heard of before. These, like, weird, obscure cartoons that were made in like, so. you know, the yeah, 80s and 90s. There's that,
0: but there's also like so I mean, there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Like there's so much content to consume out there. There's all these new like kid movies that are like, you know, holiday or like Halloween-ish and that she's watching that I'm like, I have no idea like what this, <laughs> what this is. But, you know, I, 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 I love the classics. But that's the old millennial in me that I'm like, I like all the old stuff. This new stuff just seems a little wild to me. But, you know.
1: I mean, there's churning it doubt, right? I feel like in the, in the past, <laughs> I used to focus on quality over quantity.
0: That's very true. There is a lot so, to consume now. Quite a bit to consume. So, okay. I need to know about your Botox experience.
1: Oh. Tell me everything. Also, look at me right now and try to move your face. <sighs> I'm, like, actually <laughs> not trying to be funny. I don't like it. I was I <laughs> so ke- sorry. Well, I don't I don't like hate it. Like I, I look great, obviously. Yeah, but, it
0: looks fantastic. But I can't. Yeah.
1: I can't my brows.
0: Yeah. Can you lift them? Yeah. Because you got the brow because you didn't put anything on the. No. And
1: she only did like one little thing on this side. Cause she said my brows were uneven. So I didn't she didn't even do it on both sides. Oh, okay. I just got the 11s, which... And then I I felt like I wanted the brow thing, but then, like I said, she just did a little bit on this side to, like, bring one up slightly, and it hasn't even been two weeks, but...
0: See, I wasn't sure because... When I get the 11s done, which broads, if you're listening, that's in between the eyebrows. Like when you
1: when you make like an angry face, mm-hmm. you get like a lot, li- two lines. Generally, that's what they call it, the elevens. I
0: get the uh, when I f- the first time I got the 11s done because I've had this one like deep line mm. in between my eyebrows most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started getting it done pretty young. That was the only thing that was the first thing I ever started to get done. And that was really the only thing I ever get, got done for quite some time. Um, Because it just personally bugged me. So, but the first time I got it done, I don't know if I'm super sensitive to Botox or if the injector put like too much in, but it continued to happen afterwards. The toxins went way past my 11s and went halfway up my forehead that
1: kind of is what's happening to me if you see I only have lines now at the top
0: yeah and so then that's when then I started to get my full forehead done I didn't want to but then I started to get my full forehead done because I didn't want just lines at the top because then I
1: was like I like I don't know yeah it's I'm definitely only getting lines at the top now And then that was, I was like, oh,
0: my God. And at the time, too, when I started to get my 11s done, (gasps) Botox was still, it wasn't really talked about. and (laughs) It was still kind of like, you don't share if you get Botox. So I was like, oh, my God, it's so obvious that I have Botox now because when I lift my eyebrows up it's completely flat and i have these really deep two lines at the yeah. top so it's clear that i have botox so then i needed to hide it from people because at the time i wasn't You're like being so i need bangs. honest with people <laughs> no so i just i got them the full forehead because i just i'm like I,
1: I feel like i have to even out i feel like it's one of those things though unless people get like a, a decent amount okay the only way I can describe this is before I got eyelash extensions, I never really noticed when other people had eyelash extensions. Yeah. Okay. And then when I started to get eyelash extensions, then I could notice when Very every other person true. And Very with, true. And I feel like now it's the same thing with Botox. Now I'm noticing in myself... What I can and can't move. And so now I'm looking at everyone and I'm everybody, like. Everybody, you're like, Botox? oh, you have Botox. Yeah, you, you have, have Botox. You have Botox. You have Bot- Whereas before, I only really noticed if people had, like, you know, their eyebrows a little bit more, like, up and, like, the kind of more, like, obvious Botox. But yeah, now I'm looking at everyone and I'm like, Botox. Yeah, Botox, you're like, Botox, oh, you Botox, can't Botox, move. Botox, <laughs> Botox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, all of Los Angeles. I'm like, Botox. In the lines at the coffee shop, I'm like, Botox, <laughs> Botox, Botox, <laughs> Botox, Botox. All of you have Botox. Um, I mean, yeah, everybody. I don't know. I, I don't. My, the, the one thing I will say I like about it is that especially immediately after I got it, I almost felt like it was the equivalent of when you like put your shoulders back and bring them down and relax. And you're like, oh, okay, this is nice. It almost like takes a little bit of like, oftentimes if I'm sitting and working at the computer or something like that, and if I'm like, and then I relax my face and then I'm like, it, it's it's almost constant like that in your forehead, right? You're constantly relaxing your forehead. Mm-hmm. So I like that aspect of it. It like feels kind of good, but um. Maybe I'll get used to it, but I really don't like the feeling that I can't control a part of a large part of my face I was
0: telling you the first time that I got it done the feeling like really weirded me out for a little while just because it was like Oh, it feels like you can feel that it's not moving Uh and it almost feels heavy a little bit Yeah, but not like where it's like bothersome heavy but like it's It's a a little strained. you're aware of it Like you can think about it sometimes, but I that was my thing, where I want, because I had that deep line in between my eyebrows. It's because I ended up finding out as soon as I married Evan that when I was asleep, I always sleep full furrow eyebrow, <gasps> and I have I clench my jaw. Yeah. So, so, but I so I felt the same way as soon as I got Botox. I'm like my headaches kind of dissipated a little bit because it was like you're relaxed. I was doing a the call map the other day. Mm-hmm. And the first part of the meditation was, your brow. so they go, relax your forehead. And I was like, I, I can't relax anymore. <laughs> I have no movement in it. <laughs> so, when they do it for TMJ, do they do it like around your jaw area? Uh, no, they inject your muscle, the master muscle right here. So, when you so, bite down, feel push on that mm-hmm. and then release yeah. it, those are the muscles that you're feeling. So, so they that- direct, in like they, they uh, inject into the muscle. Fuck, does that hurt? It's not comfortable.
1: That's the only one that really like bugs me. I can me. imagine. Does that, but I would imagine that doesn't limit your facial expression very much. Mm-mm. Like at all. No, not at all. I might try getting that done. Cause I could, I could, I could like feel that relaxation in my forehead and I, I might try that in my TMJ. Um, that was a life changer for me
0: is like, <laughs> I always tell people I'm like, if I tomorrow was like, Hey, I can't do any uh, glamor uh, aesthetic. uh purchase yeah, yeah, aesthetic yeah. purchases at all. The one thing that I would spend my money on is is the jaw, even though it's not like a physical thing or a like aesthetic a looks thing. aesthetic thing. But I'm like I, I, I just do that the pain that went away. Now I'm no doctor, okay? So don't, you know, come for me and I'm not telling everybody go do it. I'm just saying for me personally that was a game changer.
1: Yeah, I have pretty constant I've had pretty constant team j issues for years so I might do that. My migraines are like uh, haven't really noticed a shift and like it's just more like general stress of like my like you know that it's relaxing me more but I don't know I feel like I'm such a very I'm such a facial expression person like I love being like you know yeah. or like oh, i love doing all of this. i really do a- i didn't realize until getting this done how so much of my identity is in these very like all these different things i do with my face and so not being able to do that
0: yeah now weird. broads when you watch this podcast uh it's just gonna be two two women frozen. with frozen faces just like <laughs> wow i can't believe he did that that was wild
1: <laughs> yeah I didn't even get that much it's really not that crazy it's more like for me I notice it and I yeah. feel it and and then there's also a part of me too of course that's always like stick it to the man and I'm like but my wrinkles are a sign of like m- my years of expression and life experience of you course, know they, of course. they are they are a part of me and so I'm getting all like existential with that and being like I you know I I like um I like other signs of aging. Like I really like gray hair. I even am interested seeing like how my hands get more wrinkly. Like I just, uh, I don't like aging because I don't like feeling like my time is running out because there's only so much time to do all these things I want to do. But at the same time, I'm like, I think it's so interesting to like see, to, to witness my body changing and shifting.
0: Okay, broads, quick pause. Listen, after 18 months of house slippers and fuzzy socks, I'm going to do myself a favor and take it really slow when I ease back into, you know, proper outdoor shoes. Uh, Let's just say heels are a pipeline dream right now, unless absolutely necessary. My priority when it comes to shoes has shifted a bit. And right now, It's all about the comfort, baby. But of course, I don't want to sacrifice all the style for the sake of comfort. And that is why I love Rothy's so much. It's the perfect combination.
1: Okay, if you're on the hunt for a comfortable pair of fall shoes, Rothy's has the most amazing merino wool collection that is launching for the third year in a row. So if you missed out on the last two years, don't sleep on this collection again. You're going to get all the comfort and style you would normally expect from a pair of Rothy's shoes, and they're still 100% machine washable, just like all of the Rothy's classics you already know and love. And I personally Love, merino wool.
0: That's right, broads. You heard it. 100% machine washable. Everyone in my family has at least one uh, pair of Rothy shoes, including my very active kindergartner. Uh, With her other shoes, I would be worried about how often we would have to replace them. But with Rothy's, we just throw all of our pairs in the wash when they're looking like they've seen better days. And they always come out looking good as new.
1: To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time because right now you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash chatty. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. Head to rothys.com slash chatty to find your new favorites. 20 bucks off rothys.com slash chatty.
0: There are a lot of things in life that straight up stink. Sleeping through your alarm before a big meeting, for example, stinks. Finding out someone ate the leftovers that you've been dreaming about all afternoon stinks. Getting home from the store to realize you forgot the one thing you need totally stinks. But do you know what definitely doesn't stink? You, if you use
1: Native deodorant. my gosh, love Native. I feel like I can't get enough of them. Started out with my obsession with their aluminum-free deodorant and... Now, Native has even more to offer, and they are very quickly taking over my bathroom with all of their products.
0: Seriously, though, I pretty much have an entire drawer dedicated just to my Native product collection at this point. Of course, as Becca said, I've got the Native deodorant and my personal favorite scent, citrus and herbal musk. I have so many scents. They're amazing, but I couldn't stop there. I've got the matching body wash, the natural toothpaste, and their new mineral-based sunscreen for face and body, which I honestly need to just keep a backstock of because I use it so much. It is hands down one of the most important steps in my daily skincare now. Uh, You could even build your own personalized product bundles at native.com to keep your bathroom stocked with your
1: favorites. Stay fresh. Stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20% off your first order. So that's nativedeo.com slash chatty or just use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order.
0: I think aging is one of the most beautiful things, like like, ever. It's fantastic. I personally... <laughs> have always loved i like an aesthetic where like per- not like when i look at everybody but for myself personally always loved looking fake as fuck
1: i know you've said that before you're like i would
0: get I w- huge I-
1: grapefruit like fake I boobs i would get
0: gigantic fake boobs uh except for the fact that like you can't lift your arms and i'm just like when would i i i, I just don't feel like this just feels like a nightmare it's
1: almost like um This is a really bizarre description, but it's almost like I understand what you're saying. It's almost like a like a rubber fetish of sorts. Yeah, And I'm
0: and I'm obsessed with like looking at like latex and like,
1: yeah, like the it's like the it's Uh the texture. Right. And when you look at someone's face and it looks almost rubbery Uh in like their foreheads and lips and cheeks and breasts and like, yeah. I completely understand that. I feel that <laughs> you know way. I've always felt that way about um, Trish Paytas. Like, I find her... Um, I love looking at her. Something about her is, like, rubbery. Yes, yes. Is the only way I can describe it. And um, it's, like, pleasing. Yes. I, like, I'm not going to say, like, get turned on, but it's, like... Um, it's, it's satisfying. Yes.
0: It's extremely satisfying. So, like, I actually
1: totally understand okay. what you're saying. Because I, I actually...
0: Like I know it sounds wild, but it, there's just... Like, when I look at other people, I feel like, and I, you know, enjoy visually looking at other people. It probably, it wouldn't make sense that I'm getting, like, filler or... Because I love, like you are saying, aging. I think it's so beautiful. Even just, like, personal preference as far as, like, what I find sexually appealing. I like gray hair. I like a zaddy. You know what I mean? But for me... I'm like, I love fake. I think that I I, I know I can't wait to see to get the DMS people just being like, this feels unhealthy. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's for me personally, because like fashion and that type of stuff has always been like an art form to me. So there's something about it almost like looking like a mannequin, maybe that is kind of like, ooh, this looks pretend that I like.
1: Do you feel what I'm saying about the rubbery thing in particular yes, when people's yes. like skin is like so stretched tight it's like shiny yes, and it's and like I
0: love, I love when I like get I don't like not being able to move but I love when I'm like looking and like I'm and I feel super shiny I'm like I enjoy the shine of this.
1: I almost feel like like with lip injections and stuff I almost prefer when people do more because I like this um, it's interesting it's like not I hear what you're saying because you're like It's not like I look at someone and I, like, am, like, that's the kind of person I want to date or, like, be with. Right. But is it almost like a fascination kind of, like, I like to see people. I do like to see people's lips, like, very, like, balloony and kind of, like, swollen and, like. I
0: don't necessarily even look at it and go, like, when I look at the, like, (laughs) full face, I don't look at it and go, this looks good. Right. (laughs) I like looking at the, like, the way it looks, like, zoomed, my lens, like, zooms in on it. And, like, I, I, the way... I, I kind of feel the same
1: way. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know what it is. It's, like, this swollenness and, like... hmm Like, if something's gonna burst. Yes. I completely... I really understand what you're saying.
0: And, it's yeah, like I was saying... a that's form
1: a- of trauma, but... <laughs> I even like the way it looks when women's ankles and feet, like not like the way it looks, but when women's feet and ankles are really swollen in pregnancy, Mm -hmm. I want to like touch it.
0: Yes. I don't know what it is. I feel I completely feel the same way. And I want that on myself sometimes. But again, it's not like I'm not actually going to go get double D's, but I'll do fill. Cause I, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't, I know I don't actually want to look like that completely. Because it's not like I like to dress in, like, latex and whatever. But I want a little taste of it because I love looking at it.
1: Have you ever seen, like, um, anime that is, like, um, I don't even know what the subgenre of it would be called. But it's sort of like a... Okay, you know how there's, like, anime or, like, hentai that's very, like, traditional Japanese-esque where it's, like, sort of more, like, this Japanese cartoon form? Yes. But have you ever seen where it's sort of, like, this weird hyper-realism, like, 3D kind of anime? I think so. Because like I kind feel of like Pixar-y you would really looking. like that. No, it's almost like... I don't know. I'll have to find it and, like, send an example to you. But they'll they'll do, like, these... Like sort of like s- like three D like these like robot characters, but they're very like shiny and smooth, and they're like I don't know how else to describe it.
0: I probably would love it. I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I
1: I really <laughs> do Very know. like fake, but it looks real at the same time. I yeah, probably would love it.
0: I w- yeah. I wish I could. So, can someone someone uh, <laughs> send a DM if you are a, a doctor and can diagnose what what exactly this is because.
1: Like you saying, like like the latex thing. Oh, oh, I found it like immediately. Yeah, it's like contemporary three D, and it's like we. Okay, this is a very weird example, but this kind of art. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel like I just nailed it for you.
0: <laughs> this is a hundred percent what I'm talking about. It's I know. like it looks like latexy it looks almost wet oh my god yes on tiktok when all those like tiktok makeup artists have been doing like the jelly uh uh makeup that. that looks like your whole, like the whole skin is like covered in vaseline i'm obsessed yeah. i'll watch it for hours yeah. Yeah. that is exactly yeah oh my god yeah
1: and there's whole but i'm not like oh yeah it's just my eyes like it yes i mean it can there it can definitely be Erotic. There's anyway. There's a lot of artists like this. I'm sorry, guys. The one, the one I'm looking on Instagram right now is Jason e. buyer Jason E B E Y E R. And you can look at it and see what I'm talking about. But it's like these, yeah, these wet, like rounded. It's just,
0: oh my god, I love it so much.
1: Yeah, I want that like art <laughs> in my house. You're like I want to be that. It
0: kind of reminds me of the same fulfillment like when I was um, from the the 6 month pregnant mark with Ember to the end of my pregnancy. Yeah. Um, is this you? Oh my god. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I don't know if you guys can see this. Okay, sorry, continue.
0: <laughs> oh my god, this is that is me once my hair is grown out. Oh my god. That is that is actually my life goal go look it up guys Jason, you um continue but, no so when i was like the um most of the months <laughs> most of the months of my pregnancy uh i had this one thing like i didn't have a lot of weird like cravings or anything yeah. like that yeah but what i did have was there was one day i was at my mom's house and she bought this new soap i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast before <laughs> but she bought this this new soap and i smelled the soap And euphoria was like shooting through my body. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started to like wash my hands. And I was like, I could smell it. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, we both hate washing dishes. For four months, my hobby was washing dishes. I would wash clean dishes because I liked the feeling of scrubbing and the smell of the suds. And my mom, as a present, bought me like four gallons of this soap because I... And then I would, and then it got to a point where what soap is it? Do you remember? Um, it's like a grape. I forget the actual name of it. It's it's like a. It looks like an aromatherapy almost style uh-huh. bottle, and it's a grapefruit smell. Which I'm not even like a grapefruit person. This is dish soap. Dish soap. Okay. It got, it got to a point in my pregnancy where I was so desperate for this soap that like, not only was I just washing dishes all day because of the euphoria going through my body when I would smell it and like feel the suds. I one day Evan walked in on this And he was like We have a problem (laughs) I one day Took that bottle And a sponge Into my bathtub (laughs) To wash yourself with it And I was washing Like every part of my body With the soap And there was nothing about it That felt erotic to me It was like Euphoria And I washed my body
1: I was Dry as a bone (laughs)
0: just scales and from kill, washing dish soap all over my body
1: and then after you, you gave birth were you like i was fuck?
0: completely over it the second i gave birth i and and honestly i grieved <laughs> the feeling i grieved the feeling that when i would smell it it wouldn't do that for me anymore because it brought me so much simple divine euphoria and that's kind of how i feel about explaining this texture we're talking about Mm. is when i look at it my eyes feel like euphoria but it's not like oh my god that's so hot i'm like yes i just want to keep looking at it
1: it's like the feeling something i used to really be into when i was a kid was i would love to bite off the erasers off the ends of the pencil and
0: that feels very like I didn't have that, but that like it resonates. Being able
1: that that momentary bliss of biting into the eraser, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was so obsessed that like fifth or sixth grade. I, I don't really do that anymore, but um, but like even actually the thought though of having like one of those pink pearl erasers and like having a very sharp knife and just being able to slice through that eraser. Oh, it's that. You All know? of
0: those. All of those like TikTok accounts that show like the hot knife and like cutting through soap, mm. unbelievable. Yeah, but soap has like that waxy.
1: It's the feeling of cutting through the end and hearing that soft thud of the knife making it through to the mm. bottom, kind of thing. I used to always follow like Instagram that were like um, like frozen. They'd like cut through frozen paint uh, and like oh
0: that w- oh and then like the oozing out a yeah. little bit. Did you ever chew on Barbie dolls? On the feet? Definitely. (laughs) You were a Barbie doll chewer. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now that I guess I blocked that out of my memory. Yeah. Probably when I was pretty young, I would probably just sit there and kind of like do a chew. You
0: like to chew on it. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, this is like, no, this is like psych. My brain is kind of exploding right now a little bit. Because I'm thinking. So you're talking about biting off a pencil and you could chew on the Barbie doll. I legs. also still
1: to this day like chewing my cuticles and I'm trying to stop. But like, okay, the chewing. I like, I like even like, oh, sorry, this is really going to gross some people out. Trigger warning. I <laughs> I like, like, like if I peel like a piece of skin off the corner of my nail or something, I like the, so, like chew on it. Uh huh. I like the like texture of like the skin. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like this, and that's how I feel about like erasers or like Barbie. It's like tough but soft at the same time. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And that's kind of honestly what this aesthetic is. It's yes. like hard and like shiny and soft. Yes.
0: At now, once. This is
1: that. This is an interesting twist.
0: You like to chew on it. Yeah. Now, when I was young, my best friend was a Barbie doll leg and foot chewer (laughs) like to a violent level because her parents very conservative home did not let her have barbies because of the nudity um sure so (laughs) (laughs) oh god my my poor upbringing um but no her parents wouldn't let her have it but i could i had them so she would come over to my house and she if i left her alone for moments with my Barbie dolls, <laughs> she would eat them like a goddamn corn on the cob. Those legs. <laughs> I would come in and they would be just a mess.
1: Like Rami. I would chew on the hands too, actually. I wouldn't chew on like the legs. Those are like too thick and would probably hurt my jaw. It was more like the thin the hands, little pieces okay. that I could kind of like actually bite into. And- <laughs> yeah, she did a foot and leg.
0: And when I tell you the level of rage that I had... And it, I were, and, <laughs> and she must have been really like. <laughs> oh, she was going like like I would leave, and she would just chew on see, it intensely. For me,
1: it's very much like a casual like as a casual I'm doing chew- But I, I think like that her
0: violent chewing was because she didn't. She this was, was her only opportunity, so she knew she couldn't do it in front of me because I'd be like, "What are you doing?" those are my Barbie dolls. So she would leave and it would be like a violent chew, but I would get so angry. And it what, and I, listen, I knew how my parents operated. My parents are financial fixers. Mm. So if, if, you know, young Jessica is crying because my friend chewed uh. my Barbie doll, like they would immediately get me the same doll. That's just how they were. So I wasn't like, I'm crying because now my Barbie's ruined and I won't have it. It was the fact that that shiny rubbery thing mm, was, ruined. was ruined and I like couldn't see that and now it's flooding wow. back and I'm like what what is this wow.
1: I sure don't know I don't know but I like splitting like I used to also like little rubber bouncy balls I would love to pick and try to pull them in half and same with the, the pink pearl racers like I'm talking about I would love to like bend them and watch it slowly like rip yeah in half
0: and the when I see those rubber balls and they're broken, it gives me like it. anxiety because yeah. I'm like, oh, look at that rough part on the inside. And yeah, but it's not like soft. It's like, oh, oh, man, I think the the me wanting like double D's isn't because I want really necessarily huge boobs because I want huge yeah, boobs. Perfectly round, rubbery. That it looked like they might burst.
1: Because Did it's you like, like watching Botched and seeing when people have yes. like breasts that were about to burst. Yeah.
0: I like, you know, for me, it was like,
1: but did it it bother you? Like, again, not making fun of anyone's appearance or anything, but when they had like big scarring or something, did that kind of like bother you? Because it was an interruption of this, like,
0: but it wasn't even the breast because the nipple is almost an interruption.
1: Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like,
0: like, it's like, I'm not like, oh, I'm like the breasts. Like, I I liked them. I understand what you're saying. Because it was like. They're, like, they're round and about to burst. Do you
1: feel about, like, <laughs> but like butts sometimes? Like, sometimes I see people with, like, perfectly round butts, and it's just, like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Or, oh... Which is why
0: I never make eye contact with my ass. <gasps> He's a very flat ass. And as, listen, as age hits... And you're not a big workout person. That's it starts to get a little a little droopykins, Mm -hmm. and that is a little traumatizing because I just the fullness needs to be there, and not because I'm like it looks hot. It's because it almost just I don't know.
1: Did you ever like to like tie a rubber band around your finger so that your finger would like get the circulation cut off and it would get
0: no because it's a blood thing I think for me because I'm realizing that it's like oh interrupting the blood oh, and i don't do well with it
1: interrupt the blood <laughs> jeez <laughs> honestly this is like oh, there's there's problems going on right last thing though what about those like squishy stress balls that have like water squishy stuff in the middle that you have squeeze and you have to be careful you don't pop it
0: i used to have like a million of those really yeah because i'd like to squeeze it and get it where it would get really shiny
1: to the point where it would almost pop.
0: <sighs> I'm now thinking about all the things and that I loved almost, and it was
1: all that. And it takes almost everything in me, even with my children now having them, to not want to just push it to the point of just bursting sure. it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Or the ones that, like, they have one of the ones that has all the little water balls in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Oh,
0: you know Do you what? love
1: those water bottles oh. ba- or do you love those water the balls? The water balls?
0: What are they called? Like little, I don't
1: know. Hy- like, hydro. I don't know what they're called. I'm, I love them. First of all,
0: the feeling is incredible. I wish they made them bigger. Yes. And they do make some big ones. But uh, those are unbelievable.
1: I like it takes everything in me as a child and now as an adult, if someone has one to not grab it out of their hands. <laughs> Like for real, it's like I'm holding myself back from being like just give, just give me, it. give it to me. <laughs> if I'm in a toy store, I have to pick it up and oh, squeeze it. A
0: thousand percent, a thousand percent. I just want to submerge my entire. What I want is to put my whole body in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I just want <laughs> to squeeze it with my palms. Yeah, I want to be fully submerged. I want to have like thousands and just be able to squeeze and ruin them one after the other, just like. <laughs> Oh, uh, that would be heaven. Is there a, some sort of stupid ass Tumblr word for this? Please send it to us if there's some sort of fake made-up word for this obsession.
0: Yeah, please let Someone's me know. Be like, that is That is called such and such because I'm it it makes rubber ball feeling. It makes me happy to know that you also feel this way because I feel odd saying it. Because th- it sounds like like, especially when I'm talking about appearance too. Like, I want a little bit of that because I like looking at that. Like, (sighs) I think ring... Like, when I'm aesthetically, like, I feel like... First of all, in general, and I know this sounds hokey, but it's true, I love seeing people choose what they want to do with their own bodies. Mm. So whether that's... Somebody decides to age completely naturally. No ever hair dye. I'm like, it's so beautiful. Like that choice that you've made with your body. Like if someone decides to always have natural hair, dye their hair, cut it. Like I just like people's aesthetic to them personally, but I need a little bit of that plastic thing because it's just something that like, it's just visually it does something for me.
1: I have a feeling that this is, maybe a little now after having this conversation i have a feeling that this is maybe a little more universal for real we might think
0: oh my god that makes me feel so much less alone well i do because (laughs) weird
1: now like finding and i'm trying to see if i can find any other accounts just off the cuff but oh you might like this anyway um i don't know i just feel like if there's a bunch of people following those accounts there must must be a bunch of people who like this kind of thing and if you said, like you're saying, you know, there's this girl that you grew up with was the Barbie foot and leg chewer. It's like big time, big time. And I would chew. Yeah, I would chew on their hands, their little hands. <laughs> I can like see what it looks like to have their fingers. Yeah. The, indents the, the, the chewing
0: on the hands didn't didn't hurt me so much because the hands were already interrupted because there were grooves yes. for the fingers. The legs were not. There was no interruption. It was just shiny and hard and rubbery and streamlined.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. i understand i understand affiliate. thank you for anyway. resonating
0: with this so so botox <laughs> house life <laughs> so broads here's the thing we were talking the other day and we had this genius idea that we want to have like more podcast episodes where we just talk about what's been going on because it's like so often we i mean not I shouldn't even just say so often every week we're talking about bachelor and observing other people and not ever catching up about like what's actually going on like week to week in our lives. And sometimes I feel like a lot of, I shouldn't say sometimes either. A lot of the times broads are sliding into the DMS being like, I saw you start to address this, like what happened with yeah. it? And I'm like, Oh my God, maybe we should just start talking about what's been going on. And Talking about, you know, our private lives and maybe we'll regret it.
1: <laughs> Been there before. We'll probably be there again.
0: Probably like we're like, let's try this, and after one episode, we dump too much, and we're like, we take it back. We're never talking about ourselves again. We're going just
1: pure recap. Never addressing anything personally about ourselves. We've already gone too far. There's no going back now. That's true. It's already um, all out there. What's what's new with you though? What's, what's Oh is your house still haunted?
0: You know, it just feels very on and off to me. That's the thing that's been that's been hard for me then to even like give updates about it, because it's like when Craig and Sadie were here the other day, I felt like I was in the midst of like two, three weeks worth of like some heavy duty, weird moments.
1: And then do you feel like you're going kind of crazy after they're gone? And then you're like,
0: did that even really happen? A little bit. And then I'm like, wow, you're embarrassing. There was nothing. them must have just been some weird. But I feel pretty confident because at least I have acknowledgement from Evan where uh-huh. he's like, I'm also feeling this way. Yeah. And he's my forever skeptic. So I'm like, OK, if he's feeling this way, then I feel like I'm not losing it. But then it'll just be like the past then week. I haven't felt any like any feeling of someone being in the home. Nothing.
1: Does he feel it at the same time as you do and vice versa, like not feeling it when you don't feel it? Yes okay Then that's and
0: we won't bring it up to each other immediately either it's always kind of like me like a few weeks after it being like so two weeks ago did you and he's like oh my god yeah so it's it, it's corroborated uh-huh. you know but right now it's just i it just doesn't feel like the house is haunted maybe he's on tour the ghost <laughs> i was like <laughs> he is and thank God it doesn't feel haunted right now because Evan's been gone yeah. at nighttime and like been on a little uh, jaunt here and there on a bus tour and so I don't prefer to be alone with the ghost. Yeah. I also two factors might be contributing to me not feeling the ghost. Uh because number 1 started smoking weed. Number 2 Big Stoner <laughs> over
1: here. Things are different. <laughs> i come over last week i come over last week and jess is like such big such a such pothead now jess is like yeah and i got these little ones so cute these joints she goes but these ones like don't even hit like at all like i do not feel these like, no, I mean, I like smoked a whole I one. I was like, I don't honest feel to God, anything.
0: like I know that I've talked about before that like I was super <laughs> sensitive to weed, but like at the end of the day, honestly, I, I go really hard because I'll smoke this whole little baby joint and like I feel absolutely
1: nuts. My tolerance is so high. Skyrocketed. Oh, I don't even I mean, where do I go from here? And then I go in the bathroom and I'm like, <laughs> I Googled like the type of joint and i was like jess this is the cbd only strain there's not there's no thc in this i'm just like
0: i am so different now like for me i feel like i see the world like we are one you know love and peace and joy and i don't know what we're all fighting about and like i am like
1: (laughs) you have like two of the cbd joints in your mouth and you're just like i'm you know what's better though jess you shouldn't actually be that embarrassed because you were like, I don't feel anything. You know what would have been embarrassing? It's been like, dude, these hit, these really hit hard, and they were like, That's just very CBD true. Can you, like,
0: oh my god, can you imagine the ribbing? If, if I was just like, wow, I was just uh, like it, another like, Honest to God, like I saw God.
1: <laughs> like, bitch, there's no psychoactive properties in these. No, it's actually no, not that embarrassing. It actually that you didn't feel it anything. It weirded
0: me out because I was. um like, I had a couple different, like, vapes that I had been using. And then I'm like, I want to try, like, a little joint. And I'm like, that's so weird because with these vapes, I'm like, I'll feel it for yeah. sure. But this joint, I'm smoking the whole, like,
1: it's a little one. But I'm like, I'm smoking the whole thing and I feel nothing. I'm like, I wonder what that's about. Well, turns out just CBD. <laughs> You should try. There's this one my neighbor showed me that has, like, 7% THC. And, like, normally, you know, it's, like, anywhere from... 20, sometimes even up to like 30% THC, but 7% is like really nice. I like, I see it. Listen, am I a new person now? Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do I want to go heavy on the THC right now? Absolutely not, because I still am a little nervous about it after the one experience. So I'm like, I right now am just doing like a, like a quick little puff and that's all
1: that I feel like Look, I've been I'm needing. Smoking weed. 10 years now and i get extremely anxious still when smoking weed sometimes and there are plenty of times every now and then where i'm like i'm too high right now i don't want to be high and i'm uncomfortable and i have to do breathing exercises and whatever to get through it It but
0: but, wow what a gift
1: i know i'm so happy for you that you're
0: rediscovering honestly
1: what a gift you know that god that mother nature has given (laughs) us (laughs) This is like Jesus's herbal medicine, you know. <laughs> I've been
0: bugging Evan lately because I'm really trying to lean into it to irritate him. Yeah, uh, and so I just keep calling it, you know, flower. Yes, that's and he's good. just like, please
1: stop. Bud, Blood, flower.
0: I'm just like, you know, flower. Mother Nature's flower.
1: Like, <laughs> can we prank him? And can we, like, one day, like when he's on tour for like an extended period of time. Can we redecorate your bedroom and do like Bob Marley one love posters and do like um, dream catchers and like those like like remember remember what we were talking about last yes. time those like fuzzy like color in posters yes, the that you Spencer's get
0: Spencer's posters like just have crystals everywhere lava lamps and I'll get my I'll start wearing like, you know, colored glasses all the time. You know what is really embarrassing though is right before I started smoking pot, I <laughs> bought these the I bought these glasses that are like aviators that are that are yellow tinted that I've wanted for a long time yeah. and I love them and but now when I did wear them, them was it, did
1: you post the photo with them your, I had uh, them yeah, on yeah. so I, funny story by the way when Instagram was shut down that photo was stuck at the top of my feed <laughs> so it was like hell it was a nightmare where you were at the top of it and every time I tried to refresh my feed it was, was you in like, your little pose with your yellow sunglasses and your blue land ad and I was like god <laughs> damn it trying to refresh over and over again just only seeing your and blue land ad over and over and that's how you do an ad get I'll it permanently on the top I'll where you're never like forget forget it. <laughs>
0: Oh, buy it. Oh, look at Damn it again
1: it. and again and again and again. Okay, I you. So you're, so you're no, saying but you I bought, I bought those glasses. I bought
0: those glasses and now, and I oh, I love them. And now I feel like when I'm wearing them, like I'm being such a poser because it feels very like, you know, because I, I. like I, fear and loathing in Las yes, Vegas exactly. Now. And I bought them to wear them like throughout the day and night because like you can see through them really well. I'm not wearing. I didn't buy them for the sun. I bought them to wear like, you know, an accessory. Yeah. But now I feel like a total poser when I'm out with them because I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm screaming like I just started
1: smoking pot for the first time in my entire life. And I'm almost 30. 30. I'm going to give you a tip. Don't say pot. You say pothead. Don't say smoking pot. Smoking weed. The flower. <laughs> I don't know how it is in other parts of the world. But in, in my experience, always when someone says, oh, like, do you smoke pot? I'm like, and you don't smoke. pot." Every
0: time that I say any of them whether I say Evan gets livid no no when I say oh. <laughs> when I say pot weed anything I feel super uncomfortable like I'm a
1: grandma you're like cannabis <laughs>
0: yeah I, f- I know I feel like I'm a principal at a school marijuana when I say marijuana when Devil's I say lettuce. pot when I say we all of them make me feel like a principal
1: at a school and I'm about to like rat people out actually I bet in other parts of the country it's different but in southern California say weed just say weed. okay I smoke weed, weed. I just thank started smoking weed.
0: Thank you so much for this tip. Gotcha. I'm really di- you know, this is new. I'm diving into and it. And then if you
1: really want to be cool with like the in crowd, okay. say like um <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to think it's too it. <laughs> say like devil's lettuce, you know, throw around some verbiage. Um, you know, say like that sticky icky, you know, perp scurp. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> I'm picturing skunk.
1: Being at you guys some... want to smoke some
0: skunk? <laughs> Picturing myself going up, being at, like, the Saddle Ranch for a drink late night with all the the fucking TikTokers there and going up to, like, a group of, like, 17 and 18 year old kids and being like, anybody, anybody
1: got any devil's lettuce? (laughs) (laughs) With my yellow glasses. Anybody got some of that sticky icky on deck? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Oh my god. Anyone got so any herb around here? <laughs> tree? Yeah, say that. They'll start tree. saying that tree. Anyone want to smoke some tree?
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, life is new. I'm a new person. Things are different. Um I started smoking weed and Evan started therapy. So who are we? Who are you? Do, 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 do. We had started. We Extra had done couples. Therapy, yeah. yeah, we had done couples therapy. Um, That's a bunch great. over he the really years. <laughs> he really needs it. really needs the therapy. <laughs> but I'm so happy for him. i are like, oh my god, thank God. For a while, thank God. No, he um is this his first time with alone. Like pr- alone. Wow. Yeah, and he's uh loving it. That's great. Yeah. How do it's... you? How did he
1: find? How well,
0: I shouldn't say he's like the, when I say his first time, like he's kind of tested the waters with like a couple people online, but it just hadn't been like a fit. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was like, you know, would because he'll uh typically take like a call with someone beforehand mm-hmm. before having like his first session, mm-hmm. and it just hadn't ever been a fit. And then he, um, one of our dear friends who has like very similar upbringing to Evan started to see this one therapist and recommended uh-huh. this guy to Evan. And Evan was like, okay, if he can connect, we're very similar. We had a similar upbringing. And so he started with this man and he's like obsessed with him.
1: I'll throw Grayson in there. Give me his number. No, seriously,
0: seriously. And he's, he's like, um, I think he's like late seventies. Great. And Evan's like, he's the opposite of me. He's which I like because Evan for his and Grayson's precious conversation where Grayson was just like being a sage to him. <laughs> <That> was <so laughs> it was cute. like, I it was so it cute. Morning. I know. I was like, my heart is so warm. But he's like, he wants, like Evan wants to be more open to spirituality and due to like certain like emotional abuse that had gone on and everything. Like, you know, he's very shut down to stuff. And so understandably so. And so uh, this, ma- this gentleman is extremely spiritual and so he's like enjoying having someone very different be very warm and like give him like the hug that he needs
1: I'm legitimately gonna get his info yeah, and, uh, get it from him grace seen therapists in the past and but yeah I think that he uh, I've, I've by the think way that, I have Evan's permission to talk about this Oh, good.
0: <laughs> I'm not just like hey everybody Evan started therapy He'd be like please don't say anything no
1: I think that I've encountered so I've had conversations with a couple girlfriends lately and about it seems like so many men really think that they are so special and not saying the seven so special and different that therapy just doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. And like journaling and like self-reflection just doesn't work for them. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm like my I just that's not that doesn't doesn't just doesn't do anything for me. Mm-mm. these men's that Grayson being one of them and I'm like no dude you just gotta find someone who's a good fit I for you and you gotta put
0: in what you're gonna get out yeah completely and I think like I know Evan for like he'd in recent years he was like yeah I definitely should and then it just never happened
1: wouldn't happen yeah um, it was like that for us with couples therapy too of like, right where you're like yeah oh, oh, no, we, we, we gotta should, do it but
0: then you just kind of put it off and just isn't every time you're in a bad place yeah, you're, you're like, like we, we should do, do that, that. <laughs> and then when you're a good place you're like it's yeah. whatever Okay, broads, one more quick pause. Listen, when it comes to cooking or actually life, really, but especially cooking, my motto is work smarter, not harder. And as the weather cools down, I'm craving warm, hearty meals. But if anything, life in the fall only picks up the pace, which means the ideal solution for my family is something that can give us hearty, wholesome meals while also fitting fitting into our ever-changing schedule and that fits our budget We've been loving HelloFresh because it ticks all those boxes.
1: Love HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you'll get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep, which makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's America's number one meal kit for good reason. And there's a chance you're semi-familiar with a meal kit service. But if you've never used one before, here is how easy it is. Each week, you will get to choose from over 50 different menu and market items that include vegetarian and gourmet options. And after you've made your selection, HelloFresh will send you the ingredients and easy-to-follow instructions to your door.
0: And all of those ingredients are pre-portioned and partially prepared. Not only does that mean you can explore so many new recipes that you might not normally have the ingredients for, but if you have little ones that insist on helping in the kitchen like I do, you can let them help worry-free because the chopping and measuring are done ahead of time. It's been such a fun bonding experience for the family. Um, My daughter even helps us pick out the recipes from the HelloFresh menu each week, now based on what she wants to learn how to cook. We got a little chef because of HelloFresh.
1: Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14chatty and use 14 chatty for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. What a freaking deal. That's hellofresh.com 14chatty and use code 14chatty for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping.
0: So broads, finding time to let your mind wander and truly escape the craziness of your day-to-day life can be so difficult but when you get those moments to unwind they are oh so good for the soul if you struggle to find some time for yourself you have to check out dipsy the audio app full of short sexy stories designed to turn you on
1: dipsy dude i love dipsy never gets old Dipsy has a library full of immersive, sexy stories that are told from the perspective of the characters in a way that really makes me, makes you feel like you're in on the action. This is quality audio erotic theater. People, let me tell you, this is there's nothing corny about Dipsy at all. Um, there are different stories for whatever you're into, whether it's about hooking up with your hometown crush or finally making a move on your coworker, whatever you're into, there's a story for you in the Dipsy library.
0: And if you're looking for a different way to unwind and relax, be sure to check out all of Dipsy's other awesome content like their wellness sessions, their sensual bedtime stories, which are amazing, and their soundscapes. The team at Dipsy releases new content each week, so there's always so much more to explore. I like listening to the soundscapes or the sensual bedtime stories before bed, and I swear, I wake up feeling so much more rested.
1: For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty. That's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A dot com slash chatty, it's like a dip in the sea. Uh Dipsystories.com slash chatty. com slash chatty. 30 days for free.
0: But beforehand, Evan was always very much like, um in this spot where he's like no i need to i need to learn how to i need to learn how to figure it out myself like he'd be like i'm not doing a good enough job figuring myself out on my own so he realized that that's just not true and so the therapy and so Mm -hmm. now we're just like well you're in therapy i'm smoking weed (laughs)
1: Nothing's getting done. (laughs) Have you done any uh, like spiritual type stuff on your own like while being high yet? Have you like done any of that?
0: You know, I will say this. I don't think I've gotten high enough at that spot. Like I've been smoking weed purely to deal with pain issues. And so I was just like just trying to get rid of the pain, Mm -hmm. which didn't take a lot for me. And then the benefit that I've been reaping is like helping my anxiety so mm. much. And I'm just like, I know this is not groundbreaking. I know so many people uh, smoke weed because of, it helps with anxiety and all of that. But I'm like, oh, my God, like I didn't think this was going to be that helpful for me. But I haven't gotten like high enough where I'm like, oh, my God, like, which I want to get comfortable to be at that point. I'm just like slowly making my way because I can feel it coming. I can feel it coming because I sit without intending to. I'm like meditating.
1: Yeah. And I don't think you have to get like high. I think that. And it's really interesting because actually a lot of times weed for both anxiety and pain for me actually really makes me hyper focus on my anxiety or pain Okay. for me personally, for whatever reason, it's just not very effective for that. Eh, It's whatever. But like if I have like a really bad headache, sometimes I'll end up like really like fixating on like my head pain and I've tried different strains and stuff. And same with my, exa- I sometimes I'll start like fixating on that, but um, we can be like such a great distraction on the other hand, where like, even if I'm not super high, I used to always smoke a little bit of weed when I was in college to, um, like read to do assigned reading and stuff like that because it would really help Mm. me like focus maybe it helps my adhd It would really help me focus and like really get immersed and make new connections that i wasn't able to make before that's really cool yeah so that's kind of fun to explore even if you're not getting high high just like journaling train of thought or stream of thought writing i should start doing that because yeah like i said it's
0: automatically i feel like i just kind of sit still Mm -hmm. and i'm just calm like way more calm so it allows me to kind of like take a beat and pause and like think about like one thing at a time instead of like mind racing Mm -hmm. you know just busy 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 need like You know, I'm very much wired like I need a podcast on in the background 24 seven or a TV show because it's almost like doling out all doling out all the other busyness in my head. It helps me focus on something. Mm. And now I'm like, oh, I haven't been having anything on in the background lately. It's just been still when I'm like working or like cleaning. And all of a sudden I'll realize I'm like, oh, my God, I just cleaned the house and I didn't have music on or a podcast on. And I was just like cleaning the house. Mm hmm. Like, that's weird for me. (laughs) So that's felt a little, like, meditative, I think. But it's fantastic. Good. God bless. So that's what I was saying. Okay, so I think maybe I haven't been noticing the haunting so much because of the weed. And so I've been a little less, like, hyper aware.
1: I think it would be the opposite. I guess if it's spiritual, huh? I mean, in my experience... But everyone's different, though. Everyone is different. And, like, it it sounds like, like, you know, the way our anxiety and all those things are so different. Maybe weed to me is very, like, can be very hyper-spiritual sometimes where I'm, like, going, where it's verging on paranoia, you know, where I'm going in somewhere. I'm like, the vibes are off, you know, like. Okay,
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I feel like it's, it's, um... Like just numbing. Kind of numbing and putting like a little bit of a blanket on me and just being like, fucking chill out.
1: I wonder if also you are uh using like one specific type of weed with specific type of terpenes in it and all it's that sort of thing.
0: Also a high possibility. Once it's I unintended. start to dabble, I might have a little bit of a different experience. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I'm like, give me give me what you're having, girl. This sounds great. It's been fantastic.
0: But uh so that's been distracting me specifically you know, well, that throughout the day, but specifically then at nighttime, mm-hmm. I've also been distracted this past week and not really listening to any like outside, you know, movement or noises because I have been watching Squid Game. So that Dude, we haven't started
1: it yet. We're trying to get through. Did you ever watch Sex Education? I didn't. Oh my God. I love it. I heard it. only phenomenal I things about it. I love it. So we're slowly making our way through season three right now. But um, I need to start. I'll start watching that. Really? I think you'll really like it. I need to start
0: watching that. I Squid Game. I obviously everyone was talking about it. Yeah. And I'm a little bit. Wired in the way that I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. If people really know, like it, i I feel that way too. get it's, to it.
1: Especially if you're busy and you're just like, it's the hype. I don't want to watch it because of the hype.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I probably won't like yeah. it.
1: <laughs> but I have a feeling I'll love it.
0: You, with your... The way, like, you know, your art brain then dives into, like, the symbolism behind mm-hmm. everything. This well, show will below your mind well it
1: reminds me a lot of um snow and the platform that i just saw in the previous
0: yes it very it's very very similar to both of those specifically like the energy of it um the
1: and also this is all this is commentary on like economic I- yes inequality
0: also like in similar ways the 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 visuals dude are stunning yeah but also like horrifying yeah same way as both of those other movies are um also maybe some of the best acting i've ever seen in my life like unreal found a few of my new favorite actors um but the show like you know you're not you're not going to bed that's the only problem that so, it's like i've been up watching it until much later than i've intended to. just
1: in the like 30 seconds that i've seen on the clip Am I right in that it's sort of like a sci fi psychological thriller commentating on like classism and the human condition? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think I'll love it.
0: Yeah. There's <laughs> like a dystopian world. Yeah. There's also, um, I think, a lot of narratives in it about um, like capitalism. Yeah. It's, yeah. there's, there's, it's, it's, it's wild. It's really wild. And it's one of the shows, too, where, like, I feel like I'm always pretty good at calling what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And the way that they kind of set it up, that you're like, oh, I think I know what's going to happen. And they just, they add things, and you're constantly like, oh, my God. But, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. It's very intense. It's, again, similar to the platform where you're like, this was hard to watch, but also incredible to watch. Like, it's it's violent. yeah, And it's intense
1: but wow unbelievable did you watch white lotus yes do you feel with the bubbly thing about jennifer coolidge's mouth the way Abs- i do
0: absolutely obsessed with looking at her
1: and i love the way like her mouth is sort of like uneven and she has one part of her lip yeah. that's sort of frozen and then upwards, her, and and then like, her the cheek way that
0: filler that's like squeezing into her eyes yes <laughs> yeah i'm obsessed i love it so much
1: and I love the way she moves her lips when she talks, and one, like I said, is kind of frozen upward, and I love it. I would just pray for her to be on screen every second, because I just wanted to look at her. Yeah, I love her.
0: I wish that Yeah, she, I like the way she looks, too. Like, I, I always wished in movies that she was main character energy, and they always have her be, like, a fun side character. And I'm like, no, I need to look
1: at her more. She kind of had a pretty front row, front row seat for... Um,
0: for White Lotus. Yeah. It was definitely one of her biggest, like, you know, she was on screen
1: often. That was an incredible show, too. I liked that show because I felt like I liked the people I wasn't supposed to like, and I, like, disliked some of the people I was supposed to like. Yeah, same. Like, Grey and I were oddly rooting for the asshole husband, like, oh, you, a, the... like a strange amount of time. Oh, yeah, that's no, okay. I can't relate. That one, my my body hurt. We were, like... Okay, not in his relationship with his wife, but we were like, "Is he supposed to look like an ass the way he's handling this?" Because my guy is getting shafted by the hotel that he paid for the honeymoon suite in. Oh, what man. the fuck? If some concierge, we were pissed about that. We did not like what's his face, the uh, the manager. No. We're like, what? This guy's just gonna lie and not own up wait, to the fact wait, that he. Fu- <laughs> Should we put a spoiler alert? Nah, I didn't spoil anything. Okay. It's like in the first. It's like in the first episode the of the show that he it. fucked it up, and he's not gonna own up to that, and is just gonna be and is just gonna hate on them because that guy's asking for what he paid for. Oh my god,
0: I hated him. I hated that guy so much, though. I hated him so much. He was like a giant trigger to me. Like, it, oh man, my whole body.
1: I know. I kind of liked him.
0: I didn't. I didn't hate
1: as many characters as I thought I was going to hate. I'll say that. We could not, um, we could also, I feel like all these are going to be controversial opinions. We also could not stand the daughter's friend.
0: Uh, We're like, this is the most selfish biddy I've ever seen. Oh, I couldn't, it was, it was terrible. I couldn't stand her either. So selfish. (laughs) So selfish. What ended up, yeah, no, I, so selfish. Sorry, Brods. I don't want to I don't I really don't want to spoil anything because it is a okay, really yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah. I do want to say this though. Oh god, I'm I have obsessed
1: with Steve uh Zahn S- Steve Zahn.
0: Is it I think so. Zon. Steve Zahn. We also, you know, yeah. we are that thing you do, Stans, and he is such I love him in every is, movie I've ever seen him. Do you so ever watch the Sahara?
1: Sahar? But of yeah, course. It's he's in Sahar, I would right? watch
0: I would find anytime he would be a movie, I would watch it intentionally. I, it's such a crush on him.
1: Yeah, because he's the funny, like he's ugh. funny and hot and Oh, I love him He's like him so the guy, much. the side character in National Treasure. The really cute, Justin funny one. Justin Bartha, yes. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about him. Yeah,
0: com- completely. He's the guy, they're the
1: guy next door. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a girl next door. He's, they're the guys next Where door. Where I'm always
0: like, why isn't the main character falling in love with this character? Right. I don't understand at all. I would be so, so on his side
1: of the situation. Anyway, what were you going to say?
0: Oh, the only thing that I had a little bit of a beef with is that I, I mean, you might disagree with me on this okay. one, but I, I heard... Before I started to watch it, everyone presented it to me and they're like, you're going to be rolling on the ground laughing.
1: Grant and I were dying.
0: I was not.
1: (laughs) Did you watch it with anyone? I watched it with Evan. There was a, there were a few characters. Yeah. I mean, we were pretty much only laughing at Jennifer Coolidge. That was Jennifer Coolidge made me laugh. Who else would we be laughing at? I felt like, um, who else were we supposed to be laughing at? I felt like uh,
0: uh, Steve's on had some funny moments in yeah. it, um, but like, yeah, like to break up tension. Yeah. But it was presented to me like it was going to be, um, you know, a comedy like best in show style where like every you're dying at every character. And so no. I watched the first episode. And after the first episode, we didn't start watching it again for like a couple weeks because I was like, I feel confused just because just because it threw me off that i was expecting it to be like this like laugh out loud hilarious but like beautifully shot movie and then i'm like i don't understand what's happening am i missing something and then when we started to watch it again i was like this is fantastic but i just have to not look at it like as like this dying i i don't know i
1: i don't know am i am i I... no the only (laughs) really funny person was jennifer coolidge and Grey and I, would every time she was on screen, we'd look at each other and be like... Ah. Dude, the we scene really
0: with her... Again, I don't want to, to spoil anything, but the scene with her on the boat.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that we were... Now, that we were laughing pretty hard I, at.
0: I was crying laughing at that part.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. That was unbelievable. Now, one thing I will say about sex education that I really like in particular, and maybe part of my critique with... One thing I'm really big on right now is like everyone has a reason for why they are the way they are. And while it's not an excuse for being shitty, if we can like look at what, you know, where someone's coming from, what's going on in their head, at least maybe we can have a little bit of like compassion while still being like you're being an asshole and you need to own up to it. But we're all humans, right? That have all been like little babies and little children and all that kind of thing with a lot of complexity in our lives. Mm -hmm. And some of us. Outwardly present as much more shitty to uh, to uh, people than others. But what I love in Sex Education is that in that show, you are constantly being whiplashed, in like, you will be like, I fuck this character. And then it's showing you what's going on in their home and their childhood, or whatever. And you're like, Phew. and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, yeah, now I can see why they're like being an asshole in this situation or I could see totally. why they're triggered in this. And I over the 3 seasons, I feel like it has given so much depth of all these different characters that are simultaneously like likable and unlikable and they're all very like messy and lovable at the same time.
0: I think over really like I love it. That. I'm I'm totally into that. I I I mean, I love. That's one of my favorite things that when shows do that. Like, I remember Orange Is the New Black did that, where it was like you know. I love shows where you're like in present time, and then you go back to a specific character, and like you get to see like why they are the the way that
1: they are. Also, I've never simultaneously cared about so many characters at once as I am. Sex Education. I'm like very invested in so many different storylines. People, it's such a great show.
0: I like that. I gotta watch that. Like I said, I've heard one million good things about it. But, um, but yeah. So Squid Game, and so I'm staying up literally constantly.
1: Oh, and you know what's so funny? Um, like how you brought up when you just brought up briefly, um, when Craig and why can't I think of a Sadie? Craig and Sadie. I love the name Sadie. I know. Um, Craig and Sadie were here. It's so crazy. So after that. And I was just listening to the last week's bros episode this morning. Um, after that episode, I was like, you know what? I've never bought a tarot deck. I should go get a a, a tarot deck. It always seemed like and still is like it's like a lot. It's like too much. Like there's like seven, there's like almost 80 cards and yeah. they all have complex That's meanings. When, when Evan
0: gave me the, bought me that deck for Christmas, like a couple years yeah. ago, I was like, Oh my God, I love this. Yeah. And I had every intention to get into it. But then I was like, this is a lot of work.
1: This is like homework, <laughs> yeah. right? Like
0: there's a reason people get paid to, to read your tarot. Yeah. And, like they already have their it's own. Like,
1: uh, yeah. A lot of personal lot. investment and in time. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I got it and I brought it home. And it's so funny because Evan was like, oh, is this Becca's idea with the tarot deck? And what's crazy is I brought it home and I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And he literally like sat down and was like, what is this? And like, I want to try it. Like, give me, I want to do my card of the day, whatever. Like, I want to look up my meaning. And the next night was like, so do you, what we want to do. And when we were in Mexico, every single night, it was like, so are we, when the kids went to bed, he was like, are you going to do like our tarot oh my God, card were you, of the day? Oh you
0: obsessed? I was like, were you so turned on?
1: No, I was just like, wait, it was really cool. I was like, this feels like an answer to the universe's prayer of like, this is, it has now been a way of us being able to like, just connect at the end of the day and be like, oh, like, how does what how, does this have significance for you? It's not even like the spirituality. It's just a way to connect and be like, how does this like, how does this have meaning in your life? And like, what are you taking from this? And it, yeah. it gives you a channel to open up and I think for people, it's so many different things, whether it's like prayer or journaling or meditation or working out together or whatever it is. But it, it was so interesting because Gray was just like, oh, I really like this. And it's and and now he loves doing it. And so actually, we haven't done it the last few nights. But anyway, I love that. Yeah. And it was so cool that it, he it really resonated with him. And now he like really likes it. And his parents came. And he was like, we got to do like your card of the day.
0: Oh my! God. And like, look up
1: Google the meaning on my phone. That's so and, like, fun. Yeah, and, you know, so he brought cool. it to do with Evan. I know. When
0: I when, when I was listening to the
1: episode, I was just like, Oh my
0: god, I'm obsessed! I was like, Great, keep doing this for him, please.
1: I mean, he like found his little thing that kind of resonates with him, which is really cool, and it's sort of an encouragement. Like, oh, maybe Evan needs to find his thing, his spiritual thing. You know what? I think that that's
0: really, I think that that's really what it is right now. I think that like, I don't know, we're we're also like at this turning point, him and I'm. Where we had, like, such a huge shift from where we used to be with, like, family mm-hmm. and the church and all of that. And that was really hard. Yeah. Um. And he's finally in a place now where, you know, he's able to acknowledge um, that he was really hurt mm. and that there was a lot of damage and there was a lot of trauma. And he's so wired in this way to... Again, like I said, just kind of be like, oh, no, like, I just need to figure out how to deal with it. And, uh, you know, it's an excuse if if I bring in like Evan, you know, and he's at this point now where he's starting to, I think, love himself, mm. allow himself to start to love himself and like care for himself and heal himself. Um, And so the idea of him, like he's always been someone who has been like deeply internally emotional and have a lot of questions about the universe but because the spirituality that we had was like forced upon us I'm like I feel like it would be so good for him to find his own spirituality and his his therapist even uh, he was telling me his therapist even brought that up because he was talking about spirituality to him and talking about like his conversation with gray and everything and and his therapist was like, "That's the key word, like your own." Mm-hmm. He's like, "You were taught, like you were taught, spirituality could only be like you know one way and one form, and anything outside of that form was evil and wrong." He's like, "Now you need to find your own." Mm-hmm. So it's like it's so cool that then Gray has found this connection to that in his way that works for him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! What if they just end up? <laughs>
1: being tarot kings
0: chatty bros becomes a tarot
1: only (laughs) podcast like they're only doing tarot and they're only doing spells that would be amazing i would be obsessed now yeah i mean i think what you said though is so true and i think like it's a i think that so many men don't mm, or and aren't encouraged to like love themselves i think that's and i think that for men something that's very like that's uniquely like a patriarchal thing for 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 men in the world is that their like worth is really defined by their success, yeah. by their financial success, by this role of provider, by this, you know, you know, what can I bring to the table? Am I enough? Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting, I think, with women, um, the way at least like traditionally female roles in the world have been like, am I enough? Like, am I beautiful enough? Like, am I... It's, like, very much, like, our worth tied to, like, our presentation mm-hmm. and, like, femininity. And the masculinity is much more, like... um I don't know, like your intrinsic value of like, are you a good businessman? Can you make money? Can Mm. you make things? Am I
0: financially worth enough?
1: Yeah. And like, can I make things happen? If I can't make things happen, then like I'm a failure Mm -hmm. and like I'm not worthy, you know, and I'm not worthy of loving myself. And like, that's all bullshit anyway, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not about how much I love myself. It's about what I can bring to the table. Completely. And you know, that's just bullshit. And also it's it's just how it is for women, you know, and I know I'm using very binary terms, but I think it, obviously we live in a very binary world. And for women, it's like, if the, we'll never be beautiful enough, right? It's mm-hmm. like no matter how much we get our nails done or our lashes or, our, you know, whatever that we're told is feminine, mm-hmm. it's never enough. And I think it's the same with men. It's like, that's why so many men, it's like that traditional workaholic archetype. It's like, you're never going to be enough. And I can I could speak from experience in the past couple of years with career stuff. The minute you start you hit a threshold that you always were aspiring to, the clichés are true. The minute it's the next threshold, mm-hmm. you know? And it's oh, never completely. enough.
0: No, it's so true. It's so wild how that Oh, like you were just talking about like this binary world that we live in like that binds us so hard. Like I'm thinking about even like Evan's conversations with Gray, when I'll listen back to the podcast, like it's so funny because I feel like Gray's so good for him to have conversations with because Evan, when he was like a really little kid, was like, all he ever did was dress up and play pretend. He was always like in a Superman costume or like, you know, he was like dressed up with like one glove, like a rock star. He wanted to do, always do that and was always dressing up. But that was kind of pushed out of him. Someone
1: along the way told him that was stupid
0: yes it was a f- it was very much like family pushed the narrative of like you logically do what you need to do which is like you get a nine to five you do this like that's all imagination it's not real why would you even want to engage in something that's not a reality and really Silly, crushed creativity dumb, yeah but that's so how he is um mm. in that it, organically but it got really like you know and i was even like again just like narratives that we have to fault like fall in line like I've been struggling so hard recently with the idea of like being the idea of being like a a good enough mom Mm. and I think a lot of it has to do with like this narrative that's pushed you know of like this is what a mom looks like and I you know I talk this game sometimes I think on the podcast where it's like oh you know I I Yes, there's this narrative of like what a mom should look like, but like, you know, fuck that and I'm gonna, but it doesn't mean that it it's not still this like internal battle of like I've been really struggling lately with knowing how to be a good mom to mm. Ember. And um and Ember is just like a really unique kid and I've I've talked about stuff before in the past, I think on another podcast and I've had growth, change of heart, or I shouldn't say change of heart, education that I don't, you know, feel comfortable sharing things, personal things about Ember's being um, until, like, that's her story Mm -hmm. to share if she ever decides to. But, um, you know, there have been a lot of challenges, and I, I think there's this, like, narrative in my head that sometimes, like, I see this, like cultures like picture of like how a mom should be raising her kid or focusing on their child and i'm like that's not what i do Mm. and i'm now really struggling knowing how to be a good mom to ember and is it because i'm not this Mm. and if i was that and if i would have been this like traditional mom figure to my daughter for like the past few years like would it be different Mm. for her you know what i mean And so it's just crazy just like fighting that shit
1: all the time. And also of course I, I struggle with this I I struggle with it sometimes where I am feeling not enough and then I'm like, you know, at Gray it's like Wait, you never even think for a, for a moment are you a good dad or not, right? It's like no, dads exactly. don't sit around being like, am I just... I mean, no. unless you're like, really like, you know, an absent father, but yeah, no. most dads who like come home every night and play with their kids for like 30 minutes or whatever, they don't sit around thinking, am I a good dad? No. no.
0: They're just like, no, I'm here. We're playing. I'm a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. It's... It's...
1: What makes you feel like you're being a good mom? like do you have moments where you're like, "Ooh, today I was a good mom
0: yeah, I do I do I think and I what think, and what
1: makes you feel that
0: if I'm being honest at this exact moment, which isn't i think the healthy thing mm. I feel like a like I feel like a good mom when like ember has a good day, oh which is not good because it's contingent on someone else's mood and sure. I can't control how she's sure. feeling so I can, you know, do my best. But like if she's has a rough day, like it's not because I was a, a bad mom. Um, but right now I think maybe that's where it's a yeah. problem. Yeah. Um. I don't know what happened. What shift happened. Maybe it's me realizing that she's getting older and like feeling very like reminiscent on like Mm. her when she was young and then some certain struggles that she's having that i'm like oh she seemed so much more like um less less stressed and anxious about certain things Mm. um and maybe that's because i was around more Mm. um or i was more patient uh but i you know i used to just feel like a like a really good mom when I'd feel like I was just letting her be who she is. And because you know that was I think something we we all experienced growing up where it's like, you know, a lot of our parents placed a certain narrative on like what is yeah. what how we should be. Yeah. So I'm like I really try to make a concentrated effort to just let her be her. I
1: think you're so good at that too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. But,
0: you know, but and then you could tell that she's
1: so confident in who she is too and that speaks volumes to her parents you know because it's like you see kids that do not feel confident in being themselves whoever you you can see it yeah oh no and i i appreciate
0: that yeah no she's she's a confident kid that's for sure that's not (laughs) so that's so good and it's thank you it's a good reminder yeah it's it's always uh I think it's just always an ever moving thing again, because like we're fighting against culturally kind of, even if it's, yeah, well, we're fighting against culturally, like w- the narrative that's been placed on us of like how it should look. And, you know, I think when family around you continues to push that narrative, oh, yeah. then when, and you feel from like the outside from family that you're not doing a good job,
1: oh, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, you know what I'm there. saying. So then, when you have a when ben your there. kid is struggling, yeah. it's like, oh my god, like this is a reflection of me. It's, and it's a reflection yeah. of me. And maybe they were all right, and maybe I should have been, you know, A, B, and C,
1: right? Yeah. So you're just like, well, I feel you. <laughs> what were you saying though? I it kind of interrupted you. You were saying like, I don't know if it's you know when she was younger, you were you were saying something like that.
0: Oh, like, why all of a sudden I had, like, a shift. Like, I think yeah. I had a shift. Yeah, I'm saying, I think, I don't know if it was, like, because um, it's just, like, a like a like an age thing. So, like, there's different conversations now happening that she's older versus when she was younger. It was, you know, I, first of all, I, uh, when I was, bef- you know, until she was about two and a half, like, I was with her at home mm-hmm. full time, you know. And now it's like, oh, you know, she's in school or I'm working or whatever that like there's them like, oh, I'm not spending as much time with her yeah. and she's an only child and there's diff- there's new struggles that are coming up as mm-hmm. she's getting older. And like I said, other things that I don't, you know, it's, that would, will be her story to share if she decides to one day. But, you know, I, I think they're just becoming more clear as age happens. mm mm-hmm. So I think instead of realizing that that's just age and so new complexities come yeah. with that, that my brain goes, it's because you were around more. Oh, yeah. It's because you maybe like, and again, I don't know if I was or not. Maybe I was. But it's like my brain goes, you were more patient back then. Mm. You were you sat down and played with her more often. You were more gentle. You heard her out more like my brain. Kind of convinces myself of that a little bit instead of realizing, like, no, you weren't having the type of conversations you're having with her now because she couldn't communicate the way (laughs) she does now. (laughs) Right. Like when she was too limited in her ability. yeah. When she was too, like, she didn't have, like, the capability to come to you and to say something that needed to have that we need to have a conversation about. Yeah. You know. I'm she, she, when she was two, she didn't have the ability to fake sick at school right. to come home every day. Yeah. <laughs> that little stinker. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like, it's just like that constant self talk of like, this is your past. This is like culture trying to just like get into that
1: narrative in your
0: brain. Yeah. And you gotta.
1: How do you sort through what's valid and what's not? Not very well. <laughs> Cuz I've been really struggling with that too where I'm really? like uh in what way? Well, I think it's I guess that's the struggle of life, right? It's like sure. what what is where is this like a valid yeah. thing that's popping up in my head going like but maybe you should put more of a concerted effort in this specific area um and what is just fear talking you know of like you know yeah that is kind of life I guess I guess it is but I have that you know just with parenting stuff sometimes too and it's like you know there's always it's that sifting where it's like yeah I I don't know where it's like you are not being a good enough parent and it's like okay, okay okay like that's a lie and then maybe also I need to put my phone in a drawer for an hour and maybe even just get high and like play in the backyard Yeah, and be totally present. Even if it's just for one hour in these three days. And, and, and I think the hard, yeah, I don't know. And
0: It's, it's, it's like this crazy journey, right? Because that's a lot of times what I'm processing where I'm like, I know I'm beating myself up about something that's not real, but at the same time, could i be better and, and also, would this be better
1: and sometimes that's what it's that's it's the hard thing to make peace with too sometimes too right is like yeah sometimes i guess some afternoons this is what's been really hard for me is like yeah sometimes some afternoons i'm not going to be a very present parent sure and i might actually be kind of like not a, not a great parent yeah. that after, i mean relative to everything i'm not being my best right i'm not but there's always also tomorrow or this weekend and like in and not in the terms of like oh taking time for granted but also like but also
0: being gracious to yourself yeah and like yeah i think it's like been just the inherent question lately like evan and i in our home like evan and i were sitting uh the other night just like having a full like breakdown about like what is worth
1: you know, uh. what is what.
0: What is the important? <sighs> we were having a very, like, existential, like, how short life can be and is. And we were like, what should be our focus? And then when you're, like, our child, then it's like, okay, then we want to be able to provide. But, like, how much do they need? Like, there, there is mm-hmm. this level of, like, what's the balance of providing and then being there? And what's the balance of discipline and you know uh uh, just love i mean you you can do both but it's just kind of like where where does it land yeah like there's this big it's just like i don't i don't know i'm not sure what the right answer is we were going back and forth about it for hours just like what where what direction should we focus our life in like I think it's one of the first times we've ever had a conversation about, like, w- where should we be in five years? Mm. And I think it, it's it's it been hitting more because of all of a sudden being like, oh, my God, Ember is in kindergarten now. Yeah. And in five years, she'll be in fourth grade. And, like, we have to think about what school she's at and all that. And then you're like, oh, oh, my God, she's already going to be in fourth grade in five years. like And we're going to be, like, you know, like, 38. Like, we're going to be almost 40. What are, what what way, what direct you know? And you're just then kind of like, okay, should we focus on trying to work harder to get this, or should we enjoy the time more that we have while Emory's yeah? Like that's that's been the big like existential crisis <laughs> in our
1: whole life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that then is spurring on these feelings, or they're both you know actively happening, where you're kind of like, am I being good enough? And da 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 da. Instead of at the end of the day, I think it, it is important to acknowledge both what you're saying, that both can be true. But at the end of the day being like, I mean, I know all of us and I know we're all just trying to do our best and figure out what in the hell this like world is in our time here, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. How to make the best of it. Mm hmm. Yeah. That was intense. (laughs) Sorry to take it there. I think that's like I think, I think most mothers struggle with that for sure. And yeah, I don't know. That's just hard. Yeah. Did you not used to feel like that when she was like? Did you feel that way when she was younger? Never. Really? Mm
0: -mm. Shouldn't say never. I had days. (laughs) (laughs) Never once in my whole life. Felt, no, but I felt I, 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 yeah, I'm
1: really actually curious about this. How did you feel no, before? I,
0: you know what it was? I was really scared because I never like, I, I didn't know if I wanted to be a parent yes. and I'm not naturally like a traditional mom Sorry. role. I'm not, those aren't yeah. my skill sets and that's not like who I am. So I was so very what, ner- like cooking yeah the cooking like you know i mean i guess like craft uh, planning crafting the organization of it like you know the the oh my god like when i'd see other parents be like oh i planned my kids day and we did this and look that much i'm so not that way that i'm like oh my god like this is gonna be just not you know me um but and so i was really scared of that before i got pregnant and then when i was pregnant i was i was nervous about that um I remember probably the first six weeks after Ember was born, I was struggling where I was like looking at her and I was like, I don't feel like I'm connecting and that whole panic because I'm like, I feel like I'm taking care of this precious little being, but like, who are you? Like, you know, this whole thing. And then after like the first two months, um, when things kind of started to get a little like the flow got a little easier... I felt very confident in, like, mine and Ember's relationship. It wasn't like, I feel like I'm a good mom. But I never... Like, I didn't very often feel like, wow, like, I feel like I'm not being a good parent to her. Because it was just kind of like, oh, I see you. Like, we get each other.
1: Do you ever feel like now, like, you feel like a bad mom because you're feeling like you know her less and less as she gets older?
0: Maybe. It's interesting. Maybe.
1: Sometimes... I just feel flashes out with Ruth where I'm like, I don't. And she's getting older. Like, whoa, I don't know what's going on in here. When you post her, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. She is going at, like, lightning speed right now where suddenly, like, this morning she was like, you cannot drive daddy's truck to work. (laughs) You have to drive, talking to me like this, you have to drive your car. Daddy will get in his truck and move his truck and you have to drive your car to work. Bye, mommy. And you're just like, like, what the fuck is happening here? (laughs) And you know, it's like, that that definitely might be, I mean, I mean, not not that that's all of it, but I wonder if sometimes you feel like you're like, like you're saying, I thought thought we were so on the same page and now I feel like we're not on the same page. You know what?
0: Honestly, that might be a huge part of it. I know there's a big chunk of it. I'm like, like I said, the stuff that I don't like, I can't get into because it's, that's her own that like, I'm like trying to figure out and I'm like, I don't know how quite to do that. Um, but uh but definitely that. I like when I'll drop her off at school now, it's like big girl drop off be- they like, you know, they open the door and yeah. she hops out, you know, on the side and walks in by herself and there's no like me taking her to yeah. class. And like she's kind of just like bye, and like hops out and I'm Peace like bitch. yeah, and I'm a little bit like, you know, but I'm like, oh it's exciting, look at her, she's being so independent and whatever. But then yeah, there'll be conversations at home now that I'm just like, well, yeah, what did you say? And like, and, and she's, she's been telling me a lot lately too that I'm frustrating her. Uh. And I was kind of always the saint in the house, I guess, when it came to Ember. Like with Ember, it was always just like pure adoration from her. So maybe that's part of what it is too, that I'm like, what am I doing wrong now? where you feel so frustrated at me and I don't know what I'm doing to frustrate you. She's trying to explain what it is. And then when you're like, Oh, I'm really trying right now. And I'm you're you're getting so frustrated at me.
1: May I offer something, please? I wonder if part of it is in the trying and I wonder if in like small amounts of time with Ember, if you could do things with her. You remember how you said earlier, too, it's a good day when Ember's happy. Yeah. Maybe you could try doing more things with her that you're really excited about and hyped about. Like not actually worrying if Ember's going to enjoy it, but be yeah, like, but Ember, be like, this, this is, is something fun for that me. I love and yeah. I want to share it with you. Yeah. And this is something that I'm hyped about because I, I was just thinking as you're saying all this, I have some book or something that said like, your kid, even at a really young age, knows when you're faking it. When you're doing the like, that's a great job. And I wonder if 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 maybe sometimes you're like, you know, I don't know, maybe you're not doing things that are fun for you with her. And maybe you need to do some things that are fun for you and that's share that with her. A
0: very That's very good insight. Yeah, because it's like she... I mean, oh, man, she'll fight me. I'll say this. My child is relentless. Yeah. Like, she is going to move and shake some shit <laughs> older in life because she is, when she wants something, yeah. she will relentlessly pursue it. Um, and so if she wants to do something or she wants to eat something or she doesn't want to go somewhere, it she will not stop talking about it to the point where it's almost... <laughs> she will <laughs> wear you down. No, she'll, she'll fucking... She will wear you down. Like, and I'm not talking about where she... She doesn't throw a tem- temper tantrum. Yeah,
1: it's the it's the slow no
0: she literally just will 20 like will will for for an entire full day be like I just don't understand why you won't let me go to that t- why you won't let me go to the the movie theater or even just something like I just don't understand why you won't let me have a cookie like I you know <laughs> I had a cookie yesterday and like you I don't know why you didn't say anything and I really want one and I feel like I would feel so much better if I had a cookie and I just don't understand and I'm only gonna have half of it and and like it won't stop yeah. forever hours and i'm not (laughs) this is not an exaggeration where you're finally like take it it's just a cookie fine and so i think a lot of times for maybe my ease i'll be like i'll do what ember feels like doing because if i'm like i want to go here today or like we're gonna do this she'll be like oh i really don't want to it's like (laughs) dude like when all of a sudden we're like we're gonna go to the beach today she'll be like don't wanna go to the beach I really don't not wanna go to the beach it. I'm not gonna go to the beach and, and so then what she'll do is then on our drive to the beach she'll be talking about like oh my goodness like I have this like I have a callus on my toe and when I walk on the beach it's gonna hurt so bad and, yeah. it's, and then we get to the beach and she's like ah my foot and she's like I told you my callus and I don't wanna be here I don't and she's all these reasons why <laughs> and so then we're like I guess we won't go to the beach
1: again cause we don't wanna ruin our <laughs> lives for four hours but
0: when we do push through uh-huh and it's tough we end up having a good time and sometimes we don't yeah but I think I think then it probably I think you're right it probably is frustrating for her when I'm like that's great honey you're like yeah sure let's go okay fine okay fine we'll do that mm. okay fine sure okay yeah okay sure 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 That's not helpful for her. That's just me trying to, like, keep my head above water because I'm like, you're making me
1: insane. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, now mom's being bad vibes because I manipulated her into doing what I wanted. Now I don't like, now I'm sensing her attitude and now it's not fun for me and she's frustrating me. Totally. (laughs) Totally. She's like, you're a
0: huge bummer and you're really frustrating. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just like oh my god oh my when we by the way i we posted that splash mountain photo yeah. of her becca she insisted on this ride yeah. right and yeah. i knew she was gonna get wet yeah. and i know my daughter yeah. and my daughter has like a phobia of being in wet clothes yeah that should be dry in her mind and so i was like we shouldn't go on this ride. <laughs> we should not be going on Splash Mountain. When you spill a little bit of water on your dress, oh yeah. When she spills a little little bit of water on her dress when she's drinking, yeah, yeah. It's it's a problem. We're yeah. going back and changing. Yeah, be- and she will not. You know, it. She will not let it go. uh God. I hope so- Ruth grows out of that. She's
1: totally <laughs> been into that too right now. It's like get it all like that and i'm just I'm, like it's
0: okay so it's gonna dry it's okay like you know i'm like and then i'm like eh. i'm like i'm not trying to like stripping down devalue in the restaurant. something yeah. that bothers you but like sometimes you're gonna get wet and it's gonna dry in about 10 minutes yeah, just give me a second yeah, she's okay. just like blow dry it blow dry it now and i'm like oh my god but when we man when we went oh down like when she was like we have to go on splash mountain and i'm like the, I, Girl, you're going to get is, yeah, wet yeah. And then she was, but then she was wanting to talk through it. And she's like, well, how wet am I going to get? And I'm like, you're going to get wet enough, but you're not going to get soaked. Like, so we're having, I'm having a, a, you know, an adult conversation with her. I'm like, you will get wet though, but you're not going to be drenched. Because Evan was like, I don't know if I want to go on it and get wet. And I'm like, you just get sprinkled on Splash Mountain, you know? And she was just like, it will happen. It will happen. You guys didn't
1: see people coming off of Splash Mountain soaked? no, no.
0: no if i would have seen it i would have been like we're out of here no like no i'm like sorry ember it's getting vetoed but we're in the line and the whole time she was just like i know you don't get wet on this ride and she was just like i know you don't get wet on this ride like i know it's nope nope you said you're gonna get wet i know we're not gonna get wet and so i'm like all right okay i'm like and i kept telling her no you will get a little wet she's like no I believe it. She's like, remember how you said that Star Wars ride that we waited in line for a few hours and you said that and it broke down and you said the ride we should get off oh, yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, line. Yeah. She's like, and remember I said that it was gonna yeah. start up again? She's like, this is
1: my intuition, bitch. I'm not getting wet. Yeah,
0: yeah. And she's like, you know, I was right that time, yeah. and I'm right now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> we got on the ride, and when I tell you they added two <laughs> they added <laughs> two drops. We got into the log. <sighs> And it's all happening very quickly. I look in the <laughs> yeah, log. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, just pools of water.
0: And no, 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 not pools. Three inches of straight water. So the second we sat down, both <laughs> mine and Evan's socks and shoes were completely submerged, <laughs> fully submerged. And so, and I, I'm like, oh my god. Now Ember could put her feet up, so she was okay. But like, we're too big. We can't. So we're like, okay, we're already absolutely soaked. They added like two drops, I think first drop which is like supposed to be some small casual drop evan said (laughs) he saw a full wave go over me and ember he's like the full wave like curled over ember and i turn around and there's not a single dry part on my body and ember is bawling (laughs) bawling and she's just like give me all this ride and she and i'm like oh my god and then the second one hits and it's in like the darkness there's no lights and the water hits us out of nowhere both ember and i choking on water (laughs) another wave i felt like i was underwater and i was drowning like it scared me and then it freaked ember out and i was like what the fuck is with this ride it was absolutely insane And then, of course, you know, again, she's absolutely bawling. And then there's the final drop. And she's like, I don't want to do this. I was like, I don't want to either, but we're stuck on the ride, okay? So, like, here we go. Didn't get to it on the last one. When we got off the ride, (laughs) she was like, why would you do that to me? And I'm like, and she's like, why would you do that to me? And she made me feel so bad for, like, hours. And I'm like, you... Said you wanted to go on that so bad, and that girl
1: roll the tape,
0: roll the tape, and she's like. She's like, no, you said that I wasn't going to get really wet. And I said, I told you I didn't. She's like deceitful woman. And yeah. And I'm like, what? And then but then I'm like, it's true. I told her that she probably wasn't going to get that wet, but she would get wet. And I know that you don't like getting wet. So it's going to bother you. And then we got her a full new outfit and just the whole rest of the you day. You guys only spent
1: like $217 on like a shirt and shorts. Like,
0: spent it. Spent it. Spent like half my salary on like getting her an outfit. And I'm just like, but then the whole rest of the day, like every once in a while, she turn around like the side thing and she'd be like.
1: Remember how you lied. I'm just like, I, <laughs> God grant me the serenity to accept. What is it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> the whatever.
0: patience the to accept is. the things I
1: cannot change. So it's a moving thing for me. I'm
0: just like sweating every day. I'm like, Oh my God. But looping back around, long story short is I wanted to go to Disneyland. And I knew we were going to have fun. We had the best day. I knew we shouldn't go on that ride and I should have been like, nah,
1: no guys and yeah, But like, who knows?
0: there's just part of learning yeah. but also at the same time I'm like I don't want to get wet yeah. and I know that you're going to not I mean I don't know maybe it was the right I don't know maybe it was the right parenting move maybe it was the
1: wrong I'm not sure but I don't think there's a right or the wrong but yeah she probably could have turned around the rest of the day and like, remember when you wouldn't let me go on the log ride and that's all I wanted at Disneyland but was I mean to go on the log ride true. and that wouldn't have ended
0: <laughs> but at least I wouldn't have been called a liar <laughs> at least you would have been <laughs>
1: At least you wouldn't have been walking around and soaking wet
0: Rebox the rest of the day. Dude, I had no skin on the bottom of my feet. It's disgusting. It was
1: hours of it. You guys, I got to run out because I'm going to be oh linked to my interactive Van Gogh exhibit <gasps> with Grayston's parents. Oh my God, let's
0: get you out of so, here. So, big day. Broads This had ups and downs. Amazing a chat. I wish of, we could have chatted for <laughs> another I know, hour. I could have I know. done it. And we'll keep doing it. We'll keep... Have, God, we have a lot of things that we have to cover in our lives and chat about with each other. But, Broads, um, stay tuned. Tomorrow and Friday or not tomorrow excuse me Thursday and Friday we have cast bio episodes part one and two there's not gonna be a chatty bros episode because it's gonna be a cast bio part two and the boys are gonna be joining us for both so stay tuned it'll be
1: chatty bros broads episode cast we bio. love you all I love you
0: love you chat soon chat soon